Welcome to IdeaGen TV, live from the Embassy of Ethiopia here in Washington, D.C. Today, I'm thrilled to have with us our friend, Winston Chang, CTO for the Global Public Sector at Snowflake. Welcome, Winston. Thank you. Great to be here. So great to have you here. And gosh, since we last spoke, AI, the AI landscape has transformed, right? How has this impacted your work at Snowflake? It's interesting because you, you know, you're mostly speaking about the big LLMs like the ChatGPT, and they're just a phenomenal visual interactive AI. I've been honestly trying to use it at work, and I haven't been able to really get it to the point where I'm happy with the, the quality level of it. But certainly I'm seeing some phenomenal technologies coming out that are stacking on top of that, that are further doing uh, additional training on top of the large language models and then being able to provide incredible interactive, you know, unique experiences. And so I'm super you know, bullish on AI. I'm, I love building them. Like I know IBM was just here. So you know, as a quant, I've definitely built my own. I think it's phenomenal and I think it's going to be great. So wow. All right. So we have a positive, positive review of AI and where we're heading. And so how do you begin to address and assess the specific digital AI needs of an organization? Well, that's where I think AI is still working toward a level of maturity is that in a lot of cases, it answers very specific questions really well right? like for in the medical space you can take a look at a radio like radiology you can take a look at the image and it's really good at identifying one thing in there uh, that highly trained aspect is unique but it takes you know and this is something that i'm really well learning in snowflake is it really takes enterprise technology to bring that to the masses of an entire business model right you can't just do it's like a narrow slice of a business you have to be able to uh, really impact and empower the entire business across right, the board. Right, right, right. And so what role do you believe the U.S., we're sitting here at the Ethiopian Embassy in Washington and the United States, what role does the United States have in addressing the data divide in less equipped nations? So there's uh, the obvious, like, you know, we're a tech innovation country. We have tons of economic incentives that drive that innovation. But, you know, there are phenomenal things that the U.S. does in terms of USAID, uh, the ability to export uh, really smart people to solve problems. And we don't try to hinder our business or our economy in those ways. That outward reaching focus that the United States provides to the world is phenomenal. And then on the flip side, and, and I'm starting to see this really in the startup communities, mm -hmm. is I don't know if I like the term, but like the technical terms called reverse innovation, mm -hmm. but we're seeing so much innovation happening around the world. So you look like Cairo in, uh, in Nigeria, you, you, like, you get this local innovation that is solving problems that are so unique because of the circumstances in which they occur. Mm -hmm. But those solutions they have now, when you bring them back into say like the United States and you have you know, a larger, stronger economy, have huge scalability and great applicability and solve things in ways that we never would have had to because you know, we, yeah, we don't exactly. really face those same problems. And so 
if I were to point to one project, a specific project that inspired you that you are just so proud to have worked on, what would that be? Specific to Snowflake? Or? Sure. Okay. We have been doing a lot of engagements, and especially you know at my level that I get the opportunity to engage with the executives and really where their strategy is moving. The law enforcement piece is phenomenal. Mm. The need to share data in such a way where information, say, like we have that another country needs or a state municipality has that maybe needs to share with a city or a state somewhere else, or even the federal government. Mm -hmm. That type of work, I think, just has such an amazing mission. And, and honestly, being public sector and the team that we have in the public sector units for Snowflake, everyone's so mission-driven that it's, it's just a phenomenal ability to come out here and say, we've got this great technology. Let us help your mission. It's completely different than the commercial sector. Completely different. And so this is the point where I'd like to thank you for your service. You are a graduate of the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Thank you for that service. Thank you for your efforts on behalf of the United States on so many levels. Where do you see Snowflake's technologies applicable to the military? So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When we look across all these organizations, whether it's a big media marketing, um, whether it's you know, finance, right? Capital One's one of our big customers. When you break down the data problem, they're frankly only a handful of them, and they're almost all the same across all these major companies and across DOD, right? So I'll just give you kind of the handful, which is, one, connecting the data, right? Yeah. We build data silos. It's really hard. Anyone who's worked with data, especially in a large organization, knows just how difficult this is, right? The second piece is doing the analytics and doing all the work that you need to do on data to take advantage of the data at scale. I mean, it's the same problem that marketing has, right? You've right. got millions upon millions of users and customers and then they have millions of data points that you collect online or you know through your points of sale or anything like that. That's not all that different from you know DOD trying to figure out the millions of data points it collects to provide national security. Incredible. Incredible. And thanks for simplifying that because it, it could be an overly complex description for something that you described in seconds. So there you go. That's why ECTO of Snowflake. Um, how do you create and manage your teams to generate the absolute best, the most returns? So I really view everything I do as an enablement, as an empowerment. And to be honest, the difficulty is that everyone has very legit you know, areas that they need help with. And I want to be able to help everyone, but I am a single resource mm -hmm. and I have my own you know, human limitations. I have to sleep, I have kids, right? Yeah. To be honest, it's it's hard. It's really hard. It ultimately comes down to, I try to understand where everything is and I try to boil it down to, can I make one movement that solves a whole bunch of problems at the same time? And I, the analogy I think of is, if you ever see those guys who race Rubik's Cubes? Oh yeah. They look at it <laughs> and they do like three moves and it's solved. <laughs> and I'm spending an hour still like trying to figure I'm out still how to get that it. thing to go. <laughs> I'm still working yeah. on it. 
it's so, been quite some time. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to solve it yet, but I'm working on it. And how do you at Snowflake support data governance and stewardship to ensure that public sector organizations are as efficient and effective as possible? So I'm going to back into this a little yeah. bit different because Fair. you're bringing up something incredibly interesting yeah. that's changing for public sector. So public data is a public asset. We all know that, right? We talk about how data is like oil, yeah. right? Well, you think of Alaska, who's in charge of the natural resources, and what is the stewardship required of our public officials who are in charge of oil, right? right. They're required to go out there and get the most value for that oil so they can give it back to their citizens in a paycheck, right? Like a little literal paycheck in Alaska. Sure. Same thing, Bureau of Land you know, Resources, uh, Land Management, all of those things. Everyone has a resource there. In, empowered by the public to control, protect, and make them to be the best stewards of that asset. Data as an asset used to be just, just protected. Don't let it get out, right? Privacy, those types of things. It's not the case anymore. And you yeah. just look at what Snowflake's done in the entire data cloud, the way that we connect data across the world, the way that companies can come out and monetize their data is just completely changing the system in which we live in, where data is now an asset that you don't wall off and protect. You actually have to think, what can I use this for? How do I you know, leverage it? How do I make it more important? Especially with the federal government and public governments around the world, their data has to be protected. But at the same time, it's the most important data because when you add it to other data sets, it multiplies the value of those data sets Incredible. more so than anything else. Incredible. So from our standpoint, yes, that our technology does that. It, it layers in all the privacy, all the security you need. It contains it, and then it gives you the ability to governance. And then it essentially takes the burden of the technology piece off of the policymakers, off of the data stewards, and gives them the opportunity to really think about governance and how they want to do their business. Winston Chang, CTO, Global Public Sector Snowflake. Winston. You've inspired us, and I know you've inspired the millions of people watching today. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.